Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Oh my gosh, it's been forever, you guys, since we've been here. Look at that. Anyways, this is the Black Mirror After Show, so stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. What is it? Oh. Oh no. No. Hang we the need DJ. to be so in there. We we're getting it. We're getting it. Hang the DJ. <laughs> yes. Hi, guys. There it is. There we go. (laughs) Uh, Welcome to the Black Mirror After Show on AfterBuzz TV. I'm Adrian Snow. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss Adrian Snow. Here are my co-hosts. What's going on, AfterBuzzers? I'm Olivia Gabri. You can hit me up at the real underscore O underscore G. What's up, party people? I'm Erica Edwards, and you can follow me on all social media at Erica D. Edwards. That's E-R-I-K-A-D as in door Edwards. And I am Steve Kaufman. You can find me on Twitter almost exclusively. That is at Steve Kaufman, K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N. All right. So we are reviewing season four, episode four, uh, Hang the DJ, which I will say is my favorite episode, you guys, of the season, but whatever. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So uh, in in case you don't know, the Hang the DJ is also a song by the Smiths, which we are playing right now. Uh, Or no, it's called Panic by Mm, the Smiths. My bad. Um, First thoughts. (laughs) Um, I thought these are one of the ones that I can I feel related to. You know, as far fetched as it seems, mm-hmm. I see a lot of characteristics of reality in it, and that's mm-hmm. what makes it even better. But spooky, but mm-hmm. better. Yeah, I loved it. I, it was very cute. It was very adorable. I liked it a lot. It was really cute. I really, really like this one. I, I compare it a lot to San Junipero. Yeah, but San that, Junipero gave you that vibe. Just the totally. end. Well, because I think this is one of like the few Black Mirrors that end with hope. Yeah, that it's just right. like oh, that that's tech that'll just make everything better for everyone, and nothing horrible happened for you to get to like a hopeful point. <laughs> like it wasn't. You know, weird cloning or yeah, something. Too, or, it wasn't too yeah. tragic. Or, like you know. if it didn't end happy for them, it still wouldn't have been a horrible. Yeah, ending. Or, you know, a daughter beating her mother with a, a tablet. Like <laughs> <laughs> it was much more. Oh, okay, I'm in a nice little bubble, right? Of like just bad dating experiences. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, great. I know that experience very much. Um, so we start with uh, Amy and Frank. And they're on their first date and their first time in uh, this. What was that? No, no, I okay. <laughs> in this world, um, and so I don't that that introduction of them. I was like, oh my god, these two have so much chemistry. <laughs> I was like, this is so cute. Just the way they used to kind of sit down and the way they're excited to kind of see like how much time they have together. And when I saw that, the the kind of like this is how much time you're going to have with this person. Honestly, my first thought was, I want that tech in real life. Really? Did anyone else have that? Because I just, I, I want, would love me to. Me too. <laughs> I, I love the idea of you meet someone, sparks fly. Cool, let's see how long this will last. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I, 
Yeah, I mean, I thought it was a a cool concept, but honestly, a little depressing. Well, it wasn't that accurate, though, because they ended up being the loves of each other's lives, but it said that, you know, their time wasn't... Well, I mean, but if the whole thing panned out... There's also the the reasoning behind it that this is their... Well, that and also that this is their 998th time uh, trying them out to see if they are a match. So there's a a chance that on the first try... um, it, they didn't meet each other until like the very end because so, we're going through these simulations mm-hmm. over and over and over again. So they're basically testing them at this point. They've been through enough simulations to see if they're still going to come back together. That that was my reasoning behind why they only gave Ooh, them that 12 hours. Do you th- we're a little ahead, but do you think they ran the same exact simulation a hundred times or a thousand times or do you think... They did. Or do you, okay, like, okay, so it wasn't... They would have met at the top every time and been told they only had like 20 something hours every time slightly different every single time I think the first time I think it's like with any any kind of like test the first time it happens you go oh they like rebelled well let's see that again (laughs) like and let's try it again let's Mm -hmm. keep going until and see how many times they will rebel because that was the whole thing like 998 times they rebelled and left the system and and that's why they're 99.8% match Mm. um so maybe the first time they did it, uh, they didn't meet for that, those 12 hours. Like, everything's slightly different with every simulation. Okay. That's why they also have different clothes at the end. They're all different simulations. And, different, and they all, they're all rebelled at different times. Exactly. Um, so, anyways, we don't... Yeah, we... we way we, ahead, <laughs> you guys. They don't even, like, they haven't even kissed yet. Um, so, yeah, they get those 12 hours together. They notice that there's chemistry. And I just love that they, they kind of touch on all the... All that kind of like first date, especially first date in current times uh, scenarios of like, oh, I really like the chemistry. Mm, no, should I like hold her hand? Should I kiss? Mm, should we have sex? <laughs> it's the first date. I don't know. <laughs> You're kind of figuring everything out, especially with like this Tinder kind of lifestyle that we're all kind of a part of. If maybe I'm not, I'm old. I don't, I don't have to do it if I don't want to. Um, <laughs> I don't know, what was everyone's thoughts on that? Just with that introduction and that first night with them. I liked the, well, with the expiration date and this whole commune they seem to be living in, Mm -hmm. I liked the idea that they stripped life of everything but what you would be doing, what you would be doing when you were living on a commune to try to find a mate. Yeah. You work out. With this system, you work out, you swim, you run Mm -hmm. around, you go to dinner with someone, and that's your life there. Yeah. And it, w- I thought that was really cool. That what would that world look like if you stripped everything away from life except for you? You're here to date, to mm-hmm. find your mate, to leave here with your mate. Mm. So but, that the idea of like, well, do we come back and have sex? Like, I guess we do that every time. Mm-hmm. Do we establish our own? Pa- do I establish my own pattern of what I am and aren't comfortable with? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how dating is too. Mm-hmm. It was kind of. It was weird for me, though, because uh, before we realized it was, like, a simulation, a tech thing, it wasn't really them. Mm -hmm. It was, you could see how much they were relying on the technology. Even Mm -hmm. asking it the question, like, oh, are we supposed to have sex now? Is that Mm -hmm. what is expected? And it's like, it almost gives you the perspective of, as people, we rely on technology so much that it gets to a point where we don't even know how to act like humans anymore. Mm -hmm. We're just relying on some gadget to tell us how to act like a human. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I do feel like in their initial interaction with each other, 
Um, it was very sort of authentic, like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, we're gonna make these little jokes, and why don't you do this? And I did. A pre- I thought that was funny. Like mm-hmm. he kind of made her laugh, and he was cute, but he wasn't ultra cute. And it was very. I thought the way it was very well written, how they just sort of flirted with each other and built that chemistry, as opposed to like, ooh, you know, this person's so gorgeous, I'm gonna go back and mm-hmm. sleep with them. Yeah, he definitely got cuter second time around. I was like, <laughs> do they make him cuter? I'm like, how did they? Oh, it's his clothes. Or I felt like yeah. after she had been with the cute guy, you realize it's not all about looks. It was about the fact that he I made her laugh and he was like, you know, funny and flirting with yeah. her. And just, you know, I felt that it was more of their his personality mm-hmm. at that point when you see him later, when you see her with somebody who she thinks is gorgeous, mm-hmm. but is kind of like ugh, sighing or whatever noise, you know, he has these little ears. <sighs> Yes, exactly, all the time, which I was sexy the first time. And then, <laughs> but after like 80 times, you're like, stop it. So, yeah. I, I think that that's what makes this app, or if it even is an app, better than Tinder and things mm-hmm. like that because um, that's a good part about re- relying on technology in this uh, time because they pick for you. It's not like you're looking at a bunch of images and being like, cute, not cute, cute, not cute, you know? Well, actually, it is implied that that they do do that they do swipe um, oh really and it it will it's still at least there's a a version of this app that's like seen in mm-hmm. USS Callister and you see um the receptionist swiping it really so i think there is some type of swipe to it but it probably comes up with a percent match though you wouldn't probably. swipe left on someone who's a 99.8% yeah. match with you yeah. Oh, see, I didn't realize. I just saw it being like, oh, we found a match. And then they open it up like, oh, okay, I already have another match. I guess I'll go tonight, you know? Yeah, kind of like, um, I want to say, is it Bumble? There is an app that like gives you one person a day. Um, so that's kind of... Uh, coffee meets yes. bagel. Yeah, coffee meets bagel. Okay. Mm-hmm. Although they're all trying to be Tinder now. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's more of... Um, if if you're if we're going to go into like how the app might work, it, it seemed like... There's a possibility that she actually was going on these dates. Like even as the simulation's kind of formulating itself, it is also maybe maybe there's something in real life where she actually is going on these dates and she did go on the date with the handsome guy and it just didn't really work out. Hmm. Maybe that's something that ends up happening in real life as well. But or, that's guess, also kind of like well, if they have if Hattie. you assume they have <laughs> unlimited computing power. Yeah, mm-hmm. if I if all four of us uploaded our DNA mm-hmm. to this thing where it creates a simulation similar to how it worked in USS Callister. Exactly. Yeah, it's you with sentience. Yeah, but built into the parameters that you design. Mm-hmm. So let's say all the single people in LA do that, mm-hmm. and there's infinite computing power. You can run infinite scenarios, yeah. infinite tests. Yeah. Instantaneously, yeah. So it's n- minus the making a simulation of yourself. The actual tech isn't that ridiculous to just always have mm-hmm. a percent match. That would, but that would be weird. Like, do you just like give a seventy percent a chance? Uh, in real yeah. life, we do it all the time on OkCupid. So. True, but OkCupid doesn't. <laughs> they tell you percentage. Yeah, oh, you yeah. have a percent. But OkCupid doesn't claim any scientific merit to what to their numbers. Oh no, they, it's just about how many questions you have in common. Yeah, mm-hmm. what? I'm old. I remember OkCupid. Oh, I. Day. Oh, they're still doing <laughs> like, it. They yeah, they made some there. changes in the last month that make them not great, but they're oh, still doing it. Well, but yeah. with that, you, you have, have to have your real name. It's a thing. That's you have some type of control with things like OkCupid because you can almost tailor the answers to your questions to make you more appealing. But I'm kind of assuming mm. that this this tech 
like knows you for who you are, flaws and all, mm-hmm. and matches you. Based and there was on some that. implication that you were growing, and and how you reacted in certain situations mm-hmm. um, impacted who who you know you theoretically was mm-hmm. chosen to be with at the end. Mm-hmm. So um, like when he was with the woman, and that was the issue I had with the time thing because I'm like, okay. Are you in prison? Why you got to stay with this person for a year? Like, right. I really didn't grasp that part either. Like, I didn't... That's the part where I was like, yeah, I don't like that part. Well, they were basically saying, like, if you leave, you'll you'll be banished. And also, it's kind of... If they're a simulation, then they're also going to kind of mm-hmm. fall in line. Cease to... Or cease to for exist. For the most part, yeah. Either way. Mm-hmm. And... But... Is it that's where I'm kind of confused because then at that point does your simulation affect your real person? Because I would assume if you had to stick with a person for one year, maybe it was to like build character or get you to a certain point in your life and personality to be ready for your ultimate match. Like why else would they have you? I mean that's what that's that's what they said. That's Mm -hmm. what the coach said to him when he was like, Oh, now I know what it's like to live with somebody that I hate for a year. But that's like, yeah, it does grow you. But But that's that that one simulation. Yeah. So right. hypothetically, if I'm if I'm on this app and I see fifty matches today, that means they ran five thousand simulations, mm-hmm. oh. a thousand simulations per match, mm-hmm. and then they that's where they come up with the percent the percentages, which would just be complicated. And it could also be something where, like how Tinder works, where if you're not in a certain area, then you don't get matched with certain people. Mm-hmm. And maybe that was the day where he happened to be and she happened to be in the same spot. Which would also make sense that they would say, well, this is the day that you'll meet your perfect match. And so, I don't know. Anyways, mm, so we can get really heady with it. <laughs> Let's get back to the actual episode. Uh, so, <laughs> they have a great date. It ends at 12 hours. And they it's also their very first time with each other in this in this simulation. But, you know, let's, let's not even think about it like that because we don't even know that yet. Mm. Um, and so they move on to long-term quote-unquote, long-term, what we would consider long-term in current day, even though it's not, uh, relationships <laughs> with somebody. Uh, Frank goes into a relationship with Nicola for a year, and Amy goes into a relationship with Lenny for nine uh, months. Nine think. months. So, hmm. When I saw Lenny, I didn't think Lenny was that cute in the face. I'm be real. Like, I get a nice body, <laughs> but I was like, okay, not really my type. I'm, I'm, Frank's, you know, Frank's kind of cute, but I, I don't see what she's like crazy about. Perhaps that's her um, ideal. Perhaps they probably built her, her ideal, ideal of the right. perfect man. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then I didn't know what they were doing to poor Frank. <laughs> I was I like, why did they do this to him? That's awful. Especially when it was, that's why I was like, okay, this is like a prison term. Why mm-hmm. are they like, it's a year. And off the top, she's just obnoxious even at the first meal. Like, a year with this? Like, no, I want my yeah. money back. Or, but I feel like you know. I would make the best... Like, why purposely be miserable? If you know you have to be in it for a year, and it's only for a year, like, yeah. at least be cool with each other. You don't have to make each other miserable. Well, you know, sometimes, I mean, obviously they had no chemistry, and, and obviously Frank was not her type. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it got to the, the sex scene... Oh, I love that. that was, <laughs> um, I told my girlfriend about that. I was like, girl, you got to watch Black Mirror. And she was like, take a masala, take a masala! Side to side? What? Side to side? Can you do... Can you, can you do anything? Like, can you close your mouth? Like, I was like, oh my god! She's like, like she's talking. Make it talking makes it worse. I was like, yes, girl, it like, does honestly, make it worse. This is kind of making me have some flashbacks to some college oh god. times. Like, what's happening right now? <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. Too like, much garlic. Too like, much thankfully, garlic. I didn't have to date that guy for nine months. But um, no, I thought it, it, 
just that whole handling of, of the, the, the their first time having sex like in the in the uh, app in the commune um, was was interesting. It was interesting to see uh, her having really great sex. It was also interesting to see how they set up uh, consent. I was yeah. like, whoa! They they like <laughs> actually brought it up and they did it really in a very savvy way that you had to before anything could happen. You had to sign off on everything in the app um, for stuff to go down. And I was like, oh, that's really... I just appreciate that little touch. Um, <laughs> but it was just uh, fascinating to see that she was going to be having this great sex with this really bland uh, man. <laughs> and he was going to be having just the worst year of his life with, with this woman who just didn't want to be there. I don't know. It was nice to see that balance to kind of show, like, this is why they had so much chemistry in those 12 hours versus... Nine months and twelve months of misery. Also, at this point, I wasn't fooled on the uh, the turn. So I was comparing this to the movie Lobster. Which I haven't is, seen it. I haven't seen it. Either. the The concept of the movie Lobster is if people in a society after a certain age don't get married, they get sent to a commune and they turn into where they have to get married. Oh. And if they can't get married out of that commune, they become an animal. Mm. They get turned into an animal. Mm-hmm. It's a real weird film beyond that concept, but the concept that society kind of outcasts you if you're not married after a certain point kind of rings true. Kind yeah. of rings true in most society, in like most modern societies of like, oh, there must be something wrong with you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Are you if, kidding me? Please. I would say have... except for black men, but that's going to take this down a different path. Oh, no, we won't go there. <laughs> but um, yes, in most societies, that might be true. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean... Well, yes. I get a lot of pressure when I go home. Yeah. <laughs> like, so that's not... Anyways. Yeah. I I think they kind of... I don't know. It was interesting to see when, when we don't realize what's really going on that there is this desire for everyone to match up, but there's also a really interesting uh, take on, on hookup culture and how when Lenny's like, I think it's just good just to get sex out of the way as soon as possible, um, that Amy's okay with that. And, and after they break up... That's like her mantra, and I kind of had an issue with that. Because I was like, just because Lenny said it doesn't mean, like, now you got to be a hoe with everybody. Like, I, know, I didn't that, like, like that, changed that at her all, pers- Because at first she was asking the app, and then she kind of just wallowed out. Now she's like, yeah, I'm just going to screw but everybody that's now. what she wanted. But it also speaks to... What? Oh. screen. Oh. I thought we were, I was looking at the camera. I was like, what are you talking about? It also speaks to uh, just hookup culture. And mm. that kind of, I, I remember listening to, it was either, I listened to a lot of podcasts, you guys. It was either The Nod or probably, I'm going to say Code Switch on NPR or mm, Hidden Brain, one of those. Mm. And they were talking about um, <laughs> uh, how hookup culture is basically controlled by men. Though it might seem that women have some type of control because they are um, allowed to allowed to be sexually, I did bunny quotes, uh, sexually open. Uh, it's gotten to a point now where if you want a relationship, there has to be this willingness to be um, sexually casual to get a relationship. And then you have to toe a line between be considered um, too sexual and not too sexual. And just like the way they were phrasing it, I was like, oh, yeah, that kind of, it's kind of like they took this feminist thought and they 
turned it on their head and made it something that still works for them where it can't be like, well, it's not a woman being free, but it it's not not a woman being free. We're, we're, we're sorry. <laughs> like, Mistakes were made. Uh, right. I wasn't at the meeting that day. Right. Uh, <laughs> but it was like a nice little uh, seeing it in the show and, and watching her because it doesn't happen to him at first. It doesn't happen until after they've been together for a long time. When she breaks up in her relationship, uh, it's immediately like her having nonstop 36-hour relationships. Yeah. Um, and though she does make the decision to have sex with all these men, it's also kind of like, well, what are you going to do for 36 hours with this person? You just, you're not going to sit there and be miserable or you, do you want to have sex? Sure. I want to have sex. And and if the app tells you that the relationship's only going to be 36 hours, what else, what other meaningful thing can two people do if they know up top their relationship's only 36 hours? And you're locked in a house. Then I feel like, why do you have to? Then just watch TV and have some sex. I'm like, why do you need to And that's not to say that maybe she didn't. Maybe for like 24 hours, she's like, Okay. But that's also kind of a commentary about kind of how I I think sometimes um, uh, (laughs) when you're dating and in current climate and on Tinder and that kind of stuff, there's this weird pressure sometimes of like, well, and not to say that you should fall into it or do it, but that there's something that uh, because the culture implies that it's okay. Because the world and society is telling you it, it should be done. That, especially in terms of Amy right now in this commune, where that is pretty much how everyone's working, uh, that that's just what you do. Like when mm-hmm. you get to that mindset where it's no longer a thought of like, well, maybe it's not what I want to do. It's just, that's just what you do. And, and I think that's kind of a thing that. I would love to have more of a discussion about just in term, in general life about like why do you feel like you have to well, go yeah, out and all these things? That was my else's right. I felt like to do all these things. I felt like for me when I watched it too that because Lenny was kind of like yeah this is this is what I found to be true like I'm an old school here this is this, mm-hmm. this is how we get down this mm-hmm. is what we do here mm-hmm. and I was like well you didn't do that with the last person who's why is Lenny the president of what happens here? Yeah. So I kind of felt like she was like, oh, okay, now, yay, I'm mm-hmm. going to embrace it, and now I'm just going to do this. And I was like, yeah, you don't have to, like, you know, with, yeah. you, with each person. I, I did, I was kind of a little unsettled with her wiling out, because you didn't see um, Frank? Frank doing all of that. Well, so. he does after their second reunion, but or after the reunion. But I think it's something where it's, like, I had a friend recently tell me, a man, actually, um, who only believed in? Oh, this might. Oh, whatever. He might figure out who he is. Okay. Um, <laughs> who only believed in committed relationships? That uh, he wasn't going to. He was going to engage in casual sexual relationships because that's what you do in LA. That's and I was like, true. you don't have to do what everyone else does in LA. Like, and one, not everyone does that, and not everyone's looking for something casual. Right. But because. He got it so ingrained that whenever he would try and go on a relationship with someone, they weren't looking for anything serious and they just wanted to hook up, um, that he could not operate outside of the boundaries of what had already been set up. And so yeah. that's kind of where I also feel like Amy's coming from, where it's like, well, yeah. If everyone's doing it, and you know, your mom's like, well, if everyone's jumping off a bridge, exactly. you're going to do it. That's what I was just But thinking. like, a lot of times people will be like, yes, I will jump off that bridge. If, if it's not. A bridge, you know or, what I mean? Or, the be- <laughs> like, or at right. least the better way to approach that is instead of other people are doing this, yeah. it could be 
that's something I'm not morally or physically opposed to, and I've not done. Mm-hmm. So I, right. I, I spent uh, 2016 and 2017 doing that, where it was mm-hmm. just like, okay, I've mmm. not, I've never actually done casual. Casual mm. hookup culture, that sounds like fun and something I'd be stage. interested in. Everyone's got a host Everyone age. does have a host age. And that was her host age. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I gotta say, Hodum is boring, you guys. It really yeah, is. She, but you it's have to so go boring. Th- you have to go through yeah. it to get through it, you know? Yeah, she did get bored, too. She was just Dude, like, oh, it's yeah, so here we go. boring. And that's why, but maybe that's what she had to go through to get to a place where she, as a person, was ready to have a serious relationship with him. I guess. She had to get it out of her system. I, guess, I suppose. I guess there could have been a scene, there, there should have been yeah. a scene that, from our conversation where she meets another guy and she's just bored with the idea of, oh, another 36-hour relationship. Mm-hmm. Do you know yeah, what? like, I'm over this. Do you know what? Let's play Monopoly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's I, when she yeah. was ready. Like, that yeah. would be when you're ready, where it's like, cool, but, like, who are you, though? Yeah. <laughs> like, right. But, like, tell me, like, tell what's me your, your fears. What's your deal? <laughs> tell are me you your fr- What's your family from? Yeah. Where's your family from? Like, what yeah. do you like? Uh-huh. But we finally get them reunited. And I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they decide not to look at Coach and see how, how long they're going to be together this time. And maybe I was like, well, maybe that's a trick. Maybe that's mm, like the key just, to a long-term relationship. Yeah. It's just like, don't anticipate what's going to happen. Just go Right, yeah, it. that's what I thought. Live in the moment and be present. present. And this is what I'm telling myself. I'm like, Adrian, you should follow that advice. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm going to sit there and be like, this Analyze asshole everything. is just using me. Uh, <laughs> like, anyways, it's my personal life. So, <laughs> <laughs> jokes. I got jokes. Um... And it's just really beautiful to see someone, two people who actually really work well together just work together. Like, mm. They take baths together. They go on nice little on little walks together and talk about what they think everything actually is. And he actually guesses right. We find out later that it is simulation. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and they are trapped in the Matrix. Um, so I don't know. It was nice to see that just kind of like nice general relationship without any struggle for yeah, but how long do you think it was? But go ahead. It was, I feel like it was a pretty like it was months, wasn't it? It was a long time. Mm-hmm. But I think that it that that's the point where I was like, damn, I could really see this as reality because mm-hmm. you have this great, awesome relationship where you're both mutually invested mm-hmm. in it. And then you have that temptation like tapping you on the shoulder mm-hmm. because I mean in this world you could have an awesome relationship, but you always have a million people like totally accessible to you in the palm of your hand so whereas he was so happy and it was awesome he really couldn't fight the temptation of like just taking a peek to see you know what else is really going on I think he I think he took a peek because he just kind of wanted to know like this is so good he didn't want to get I don't want it to to end yeah I felt that way too but I think it's something where it's but it's like if somebody were like Adrian hey you're going to be with this guy. I'm like, oh, okay. And he's really great for you. I'm like, oh, cool. Um, it's probably going to end. And I'm like, what? But, you know, here's this little buzzer. It could tell you when it's going to end. But just don't look at it. And, you know, hey, if you don't look at it, it can go on for as long as you feel. Like, you just never know. But I know. But I know it's going to end. Or I would say yeah. too, it could be like when you get into a relationship and it's so amazing, mm-hmm. but there's certain times, especially as you age, where you always feel like you're waiting for the shoe to drop. I feel mm-hmm. like he, that's how he was. He was like, yeah. okay, something 
is going to go wrong. Something's going to happen. Yeah. And whereas she was just like, no, we're down for each other. We're, we're together. Mm, but yeah. he always had that, like, doubt, like, what? Maybe, or, maybe we'll get tased. We have to, you know, I have to find out, you know? Or, like, that's the equivalent to, like, our world where it's like, where, where's the deal breaker, though? Mm-hmm. Like, she's like looking through her phone. She's yeah. Per- yeah, like, she's perfect. Like, yeah, she's something per- is going to happen, yeah. And also because they are told when they've met the perfect match. Right. And so... Oh, I guess that's true. They didn't know when it was going to end. It, but, this is going to have some type of, of end date to it. And maybe he's just like, maybe he's hoping it'll just be like, 20 years. He's like, oh, great. You know, that would be worse. That would, see, that's, yeah. that's why I don't like that whole Clark thing. I'm yeah. like, really? I mean, that changes the dynamic of the mm-hmm. relationship. You act differently because you act... This, you know thing above you is almost dictating mm-hmm. how you how you act and interact with each other and it doesn't have to be that way and that's what yeah. she was saying that's why she didn't want to check it she was like well I feel like the moment I know it's only 36 hours I just behave in a way that right. mm-hmm. is the easiest to get in and out of it also um, nothing sounds more depressing to me and the bad sex than look, both of us looking and seeing that it's a 20 year relationship mm-hmm. but that it's not our per- like but we're not the perfect match yeah where it's like but then, because now, like, the dynamic will change, because now, in spite of how much fun we could ever possibly have, we we will always feel stuck to each other, because we yeah. came here to get our perfect match, not to have right. a 20-year relationship. Yeah. Right. No, one wants, relationship. Rela- no one wants a 20-year relationship. No one wants a 20-year... Nobody wants a 20-year relationship. What? Unless, well, unless it's a, like, rider, you know, that's your well, 20-year-only relationship. Expiration dates are weird. Expiration dates are weird, but it's something where, if I mean, I don't know, I'm... Th- I'm 30, okay? I'm 31. And so if somebody were came up to me and like, Adrian, I can give you this guy right now. You have babies with him and all this kind of stuff. But you're only going to be with him for 20 years. I'm like, I'll take it. Because that's so much better than right yeah. now. Um, <laughs> yeah, see, I don't know. Because to me, it reminds me of when you go on a vacation. Like, you go to Jamaica. You go to the island. And you're mm-hmm. there for seven days. And you meet somebody amazing. And it's great. And the whole time, you're like, okay, I have four more days, three more days, two more days, one more day. And it's going to be over. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be back to Aruba. And I'm going to be back to, like, L.A. or Chicago or something. Mm-hmm. I think that it's great. It's fun in the moment. But there's always part of you that has, or at least with me, that has that melancholy like yeah I'm not gonna give you none cause this ain't gonna I'm not gonna never see you again I'm just gonna be sad when I get home or I'm gonna give you some because I'm never gonna see you again <laughs> it's gonna be great and then I'm gonna go home but maybe it's it could ways. be like a lesson on presence like mm-hmm. you just have to do your best to be living in that moment because yeah. if you're going through life anticipating that everything's gonna end I mean that just sucks your mm-hmm. life is gonna end so yeah true and that does speak to um I oh my god I can't think of the word but understanding that I guess the finality of things that right. uh, it doesn't actually ever matter when you're in a relationship um, uh, whether or not you know the expiration date because everything's going to end. Yeah. <laughs> like, everything ends. So you can meet someone tomorrow and be with them for three months, six years, 12 years, the rest of your life. doesn't actually matter because everything's going to end. Mm. <laughs> like so... That's just or a maybe nice everything little... transitions into something else. So you know that's true as well. You everything transitions after an ending. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> half so, full, half empty. Uh, yes, but he ends up finally looking, and uh, <laughs> when he looked. I was like, oh, five years, that's not bad. And this started glitching. I was like, oh, right, this is Black Mirror. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is not going to go the way he wants it to go. Um, and dropped the two years. 
And then it drops to 20 hours. Oh, my gosh. And I was like... My heart was like, no! <laughs> yeah, but I also completely understood why all of a sudden he just was, was like, kind of melancholy and, and indifferent. Though I wish he just told her mm. immediately. I also kind of understood why he was like, oh, it doesn't... Nothing really matters anyway. I'm not going to see this woman that I obviously love ever again in about 20 hours. I don't know. How did you guys feel about that? I thought it was a good comparison to when you violate someone's trust mm. in an attempt to find something that would end the relationship. Mm. But it doesn't. Mm-hmm. But violating their trust, it, like, it has a lot of, it, like, had a lot of parallels to situations guys and girls get into a lot where mm-hmm. it's just like, Man, everything was great, and then I made a mistake. Yeah, yeah and then, and then, then like, everything shit. went worse. You got caught yeah. looking through the phone. You like know whether what I, mean? I tell her t- today <laughs> or tomorrow, it's gonna be over like in the next three nights. Yeah, and yeah. I'm just upset. Like I'm already packing my bags in my head because I made this mistake. Kind of yeah. a thing. Like that's how it felt to me. It, it felt like to me that um, the more grave the betrayal Mm -hmm. the less time he had so it was like Mm -hmm. okay if you had really trusted in your love and believed it like you claimed to be Mm -hmm. then you would have had those five years Mm -hmm. but because of your doubts or whatever yeah now you have 20 hours Mm -hmm. so yeah every betrayal does have its repercussions and you know and you have to deal with them so Mm -hmm. um it was yeah it was really it was really sad but it was really kind of like yeah she stayed true why couldn't you yeah I mean, reasons and seasons, mm-hmm. you guys. That's what my yeah. dad always says. People come to your life for a reason. People come to your life for a season. And every ex always comes back. So yeah. They do. <laughs> every single one. Like clockwork. I'm like, what are you doing Even the here? ones you don't think that will. They exactly. Know. Especially oh, hello. Those. That's true. <laughs> they do circle my back. God. Crazy. Um, also, I think it's funny that this simulation we watched... Mm-hmm they happen to go about this way. But there could be another simulation where they wound up in a five-year relationship mm-hmm. and rebelled by the second year of, like, where they both agreed up top, however that simulation was run, that they both agree up top, mm-hmm. let's have a look. Oh, five years. Mm-hmm. I really like you. I really like you. I really like you. Two years of that. And then it's like, you don't screw the system. I really like you. Mm-hmm. And then it's the same outcome. Mm-hmm. It's the same outcome, but different variables. Yeah. They end up still attempting to to jump the wall because they don't want to end the relationship mm-hmm. at year five. Yeah. Or or they try to jump the wall after the first date where it says it's 12 hours and they're like, nah. I like, <laughs> like this I my, really like this person. This is it. This, this is, is my it. boo. I don't, I don't want to be anywhere. <laughs> I think that, that I should be a web episode, guys. That's how it worked. I wish you could be like 12 hours. You know what? You are the one. Let's do this. I mean, if you <laughs> like, ran it a thousand times, that has to happen once. <laughs> I hope so. A thousand yeah. times? Like... <laughs> I hope there's a, you know, if we're many worlds uh, theory that there's a version of me out there that's just like, you know what? I've got this guy after one hour. Mm-hmm. So, uh, no many worlds. Multiver- the, multiverse, multi- multi-world. the multiverse theory says yes. Because it says it there's, it's infinite. If there's infinite universes, there inf- there's infinite possibilities. Yeah, it's a weird Very one. True. Um, so, they break up. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> she had every right to be angry because. He did betray your trust, and they would have had more time if he had just not been so nosy and had controlled himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and because for for him, it's like a new experience. He gets to try the casual 36-hour, probably, relationship. And for her, it's like back to the same sad thing of like 
just every single night, someone else in her bed. And I really like that montage where you just see like mm. every single person that she cycles through and how they're all kind of just like boring. And one guy's doing push ups and, you know, one guy's buckling up. And then there's like a lady there and she's like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. That was cool. I was like, yeah. I was like, that would totally happen. That makes yeah. sense. And so, um, and we get to all of this for them to finally get to the point where they get the perfect match. And I don't know. It was kind of nice. It, it led in with her because that is something where I feel like as a woman, it that's always the pressure. It's either the pressure to find the perfect match or the pressure to uh, find any match. <laughs> like, find someone. Find them now before your, your eggs shrivel up. Um, so... To have it kind of lead in with her finding her perfect match, I was like, "Oh, cool! Let's see what she does about it." And then to have that loophole of like, "You can you can say goodbye to one person," and that decision she had because the whole time I think she's kind of been questioning the world because she starts skipping rocks mm-hmm. and she's confused as to why it's never below three, ne- or never b- below four, never above four, um, which makes me think that she by the time. She makes that decision to to escape with him. She realizes that something's up and that they can probably manipulate mm-hmm. manipulate their way out of it. I don't know how you guys felt about that, or did you notice? Well, looking back on, on it, looking back on it, it was pretty clear mm-hmm. that she was noticing she was noticing just the simplicity of the simulation she was in mm-hmm. at a certain point. Because if she were if she were the simulated human in a, a world that was otherwise just purely simulated, she mm-hmm. would eventually figure it out after a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. So well, the the rocks was a good a good giveaway, I guess. And yeah. I mean, it, this simulation it gives the people free will. Mm-hmm. Um, as you know, the USS Callister gave you free will in terms of your minds, but you know, you didn't have control of your body. Whereas this world, you could do whatever it is that you want. It was a choice mm-hmm. to obey by this larger mm-hmm. thing. And so, just like in the real world, yeah. So you could you could choose to obey, or you could choose to mm-hmm. do whatever it is that you want to do. Mm-hmm. And it's almost as simple as that. It's just like I have this. I only have one chance left, and you know I could go for it or I could not. And I don't know what the worst going to happen is, so mm-hmm. I might as well just try it. Yeah, and the, I mean, it seemed like there was the theory that they were going to be. Tased like, mm. like oh, oh yeah because the people you like, that cough drop uh, <laughs> 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 yeah so um yeah I, I the thing with the rock was actually interesting I was like mm. oh, okay yeah you know maybe this isn't all that it appears so mm-hmm. yeah because if it were a simulation they wouldn't have wasted processing power on how, on the rock skipping independently mm-hmm. the rock would always skip the same way every time because mm-hmm. you can't you you're using processing power on like waiters. Yeah, oh. food and like houses and stuff. Are you trying to say that's good code? No, hey. well, no, I'm saying that's, that's bad that's code. The code yeah. That's that's bad code because she figured it out. But I think the whole point was for to see if she would figure. She they would figure it out. they yeah, would the figure point it is out to figure it out. Yeah. I think <clears throat> so. They give them a, a minute and thirty seconds to say goodbye to each other, and I guess that's all you really need if you're really in love. Because they were like, you know what? Let's get the hell out of here. You know, like, what about the guy with the taser? Because, you know, a taser is so, um, especially one that doesn't shoot at, at you, so uh, <laughs> tough to get past. Um, so she, you never know. You never know. I do carry <laughs> never a taser, been there, so what so. am I going to say? <laughs> like, I would hope no one could get past me with my taser. Um, 
No, but they decide, she kind of thinks, you know, I think we can actually get out of here without anyone doing anything and puts her hands up against that taser, pushes it down, and everyone freezes because mm. everyone is basically a CPU. Is that the correct term? A non-player. A non NPC? No, NPC, and, there we yeah. go. A CPU is just computer playing chess. <laughs> um, a, a non-player, a NPU, non-player. Um, and they take off and they run out and... When they start climbing the fence, I was like, oh, what's going to happen? Is it, like, going to, like, the dogs or whatever? And mm. then it it started fading away. And I was like, get out. <laughs> and I was like, really? Oh, that's even better. That's even And you see them pop up. And you see all the different versions of them coming together. I was like, oh, this is even better than, than what I thought was actually happening. These are just simulations. And we get to see them. And also, when I started to think about it, I was like, her hair was always perfect. <laughs> like, I was like, it was always like perfectly tasseled and like like the sex was always like perfect it was never like sweaty or weird it was always like graceful sex except for him he had bad sex but like um, so it made sense when we get to the end that's the simulation and now they're the 998 persons and 99.8 uh, out of a thousand so I don't know. How did you guys feel about that reveal that everything we watched before was not real? At first, I didn't get it. I, like, saw them eyeing each other at the party or wherever it is that they Mm -hmm. were, and I was like, wait a second. They never... I was like, why are there so many versions of themselves? And then I kind of started to put together, like, okay. But now, in the real world, they don't know each other, right? And they Mm -mm. just... But that was, like, you know, bring to present time. They're on Tinder, and they just got a new match, like... Mm -hmm. And so then they're starting the relationship. They just got presumably their perfect new. match. Yeah. After running it a thousand times with arguably them. Sam, imagine mm-hmm. if that was like a real thing. I think the trouble would be convincing us they're actually doing it. Not like, like really. No. Well, that's, that's actually working. Yeah, like that's how do you why ca- it could be crazy because you're putting so much faith into this into this app or whatever it mm-hmm. is, you know. And I think we that's a huge theme in Black Mirror in general, I think, is that we put so much faith into technology mm-hmm. and we trust it in a way, but it has this huge power over us that sometimes you trust it a little too much. Because it could say, like, yeah, this is your perfect match. You're ten ninety nine a month, I'll find you your perfect <laughs> match, and yeah. then you just trust it. And it could just be running you for your money. So are we making are we starting a startup right now? Will we just lie? <laughs> Dude, like, Will we just make this app and lie? I mean, it's just, like not send just... us a lollipop that you licked, and we're gonna make a simulation of you. I mean, you know how Netflix tells you things are like, and I always wonder. I'm like, are they just trying to feed me their content so I watch it? Like, yeah, they don't no. know me. No, no, they, they do know, know me. me. Like they, they they know me they very know well. And, uh, <laughs> nobody. They don't want you to go anywhere. Under my screen name. <laughs> <laughs> these interesting movies. Um... <laughs> I actually, I didn't like that part. I, I didn't the simulation thing. I was like, ah, oh, okay, thank you. Oh, yeah. It was what not, would not you so have ra- like? What did you? Th- Where did you think it was going? Um, I mean, I wasn't. You know, it's Black Mirror. I wasn't really sure. I wasn't a fan of the simulation. I didn't. I I don't know. I didn't really like that. You're like again. Yeah, well, I, just, I just didn't. Oh, I didn't feel it. You do run much. a risk. You do run a risk of making the entire episode a simulation. Mm-hmm. You run. Um, I'll call it the Saint Elsewhere risk, where you're telling oh, people. Right. Where you're telling people. Oh, that entire episode you watched were just people that didn't really matter. Or well, that exist. was a, or that was a dream that's the or something. TV yeah, like, show. yeah, yeah. Like the <laughs> the um, <clears throat> not a meme, but the 
the trope. The trope is it's mm. an all it's all a dream. Yeah. None, none of yeah, what I you saw like, was yeah. canon. Yeah, yeah. like I'm like I'm like, give me my hour of my life back. I don't like that. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, it, it was a dream. On I didn't really have what kind of yeah. science? Like, say these are that is their DNA, and that's a clone, and then you know, USS Callister kind of mm-hmm. whatever madness. That that could be the case as well. Where the no, they everything they experience is actually what they experience. <clears throat> it's just the, this version of them hasn't experienced it yet. You could go with that, even though that's a lot, a little bit more morbid and weird, because you basically just killed off like a thousand of them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. We didn't kill um, them off. They, I, I'm assuming there are 998 couples just, just hanging out there, just hanging out in that void, just talking about that, how their experience went, like a yeah, San Junipero aside. Type just because mm-hmm. they don't need to like eat or drink or anything. Like they all just hang out there in their in their couples' bliss. All that's, 998 couples. I think yeah, what a that would life. be that would be nice. Eating yeah. that pasta over and over again because it's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, no, yeah, I think it's. I think it was nice. I think it was also nice to see that when they when we got to the real life versions of them, that you could see why they were compatible. Mm. Like you could see that he was kind of a punk, she was kind of a punk. Like you're like, oh, okay, is this is who they really are. It still fits. Um, whereas who they were inside the simulation never quite fit. Like they always never seemed quite like fit people. Yeah, well, like, they're, the way they were dressed and the way they had to kind of operate, it seems like everyone else, the NPUs, it seemed like they kind of fit in that. But the two of them were always kind of, like, a little bit more feistier than... Mm. than Their environment. The environment. Um, and the way they, they dressed. Um, so uh, that was nice. That was just nice to see, like, oh, okay, this makes kind of sense that they would be meeting in this way, dressed this way, and that she would have a nose ring. And then he would have, uh, <laughs> he would have holes in his shirt. Um, <laughs> that's not a knock to anyone. I have a hole in my ear from some one of my punk phase or whatever. <laughs> I'm a bit of a punk, but like, so I have an appreciation for it. But um, no, I thought it was a nice ending to the episode. I thought that I don't know. Maybe it made me so hopeful that maybe maybe technology will solve. All the problems. Or that conversation they have in the beginning about how, like, can you imagine how dating must have been when you had to do it all on your own? And you, like, had to think about it on your own. I was like, shut up. Okay. But people had it worse than us. I mean, people actually had to put themselves out there and interact. What are you talking about? I still do that. (laughs) Yeah, but now we have the technologies that are, like, if you meet someone, you don't go look them up after or something. Well, but I'm... But yeah, but like our parents and our parents' parents, I think had less of a choice. Yeah, that it was like you dated like the actual pool of single people that they had access to, mm-hmm. and the societal pressure of which they like needed to get married, felt they needed to get married was so, so that their choices were literally like, well, I'm seeing I went to prom with this person, I don't see any reason to stop dating this person. But right. we're Dude. 19, let's sword, get married though, because you don't you don't know. What you don't know doesn't hurt you, you know? You could be happy yeah. with that because you don't realize Ooh. that. You're, it's not like you have an Instagram to see, like, all these other people that are out there that could be better. You're um, just happy with what you have. I'll say this. <laughs> because um, my dad brought this up. I don't even know why I should say this because it kind of, like, knocks my mom a little bit. But um, my dad said um, he's 65 and he had never picked a woman that he thought truly fit for him until he was 50. So that means he spent the first 50 years of his life 
dating people, marrying people that were recommended to him by friends that seemed to want the things that he wanted at that time in his life, but never feeling like they were the right match. And so it took him until he was 50 to finally meet somebody who he feels like, you know what, we get along and I can actually be myself. And that was the advice he gave me uh, five years ago. Find someone you can be yourself with. So that that's yeah. that's something to say. Like it it wasn't uh, harder for them. It, it was it was it was just a different type of life. And that it, and if you it, met someone when you were sixteen, what is yourself? Yeah, you grow into yourself from sixteen to twenty. And if you already have that partner, yeah. then yes, you're comfortable being yourself with that person. But and yeah. also, I think um, kind of in reference to what your dad said. And one of the issues I had with this app and with this episode is that I think this app. Great idea, super mm-hmm. cool. However, yeah, like I still got to go to work. My mom doesn't like the person. You still yeah. have your girlfriend talking about. I saw him at the yeah. party with such and such. And so, to me, I feel like that whole yeah, you're just gonna date in a vacuum where you don't see other yeah, people other than these other couples. Not only does it not make sense, but um, yeah, like now, how, how is your relationship in the real world? So yeah. I thought it was cool when they showed them. I did like the very ending when they mm-hmm. were in the bar and stuff. I did like that mm-hmm. because I was like, yeah, a lot of those outside factors have a large impact um, on your relationship. So yeah, it's, you yeah. can look at people's Instagram and find out all their history and stuff. But there is there, okay, you know, you at the party and then the ex corners you in the bathroom. There are all these other little things mm-hmm. that will impact you in your relationship. That, you know, if you aren't, don't have the luxury of being in a communal, like, mm-hmm. place where everybody's here just to date and, mm-hmm. like, we don't have to work or anything. So. Mm-hmm. No, I think it's, it. Um, that's the one thing that I was like, oh, it doesn't make sense that you don't get to see, like, how they interact with their everyday life. Right. That, that's the main focus because that's just not feasible in real life, you know. Yeah, that was I'm the, 100% sure problem. my dad's going to hate whoever I marry. But, like, th- that's kind of expected. So it, I think that's something where that would be, like, a, if there were going to be a sequel to this episode, I would like to see their real life thing. Yeah, I would like mm. to see what Coach has to say that you tell your girlfriend when your girlfriend's like, you know he ain't got no money. What does Coach <laughs> tell you to tell her? Coach, Coach, what do I say to her? She don't well, like him. What do I do now? I, like like the, I also like the idea that as a consumer product, this is actually a middle-of-the-road one. Mm-hmm. So there's a, cr- a really crappy one that's technically running a simulation, and then there's a really like top-of-the-line one that's running a better sit- simulation that mm-hmm. it doesn't get your DNA, but it gets the DNA of everyone around you yeah. okay, to run a better okay. simulation of not only how you feel about that person, but how everyone else feels about that person and mm-hmm. about how that person will actually fit into your life. And then a crappy version that just takes your DNA and runs as little RAM as po- like little yeah. processing power as possible, <laughs> just to see like how that's this the, is that's that work. free app. Yeah, and like, then you can buy a membership exactly, for ten ninety nine exactly. a month. Yeah, yeah, and then that's like the free version. Fish, <laughs> that's plenty of fish versus magic. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like, but the plenty of fish of this world. I kind of want to see that episode too. Yes. Just like how crappy, yeah. it, like how crap a crappy simulation looks. I mean, yeah. this is something that I would like to see a sequel to this. And U.S.S. Callister. I would watch sequels to both of those just because I kind of want to see the adventures of that group off in Infinity. Mm. And then I want to see the real-life uh, ramifications of this app. And then I would also be curious to see uh, uh, the paid version where your family has to interact. I think that would be really Actually, I do like the idea that this is the, this what we just watched was the free version. Yeah. Because they have There's infinite computing power where they can like, no, no, the premium version. We, your, your parents and your best friends and, like... 
your profession, their profession, their yep. family, your family. Like, How your children are going to work if you decide to have children. Yeah, and, and also what's interesting with this episode and some of the others is that they never really deal with sort of like race issues. So, yeah, mm-hmm. because, you know, they weren't of the same race mm-hmm. and there were other people of different races in there. And I was like, oh, yeah, everybody's just great. We all love each other. Yeah. And which is wonderful. But um, also not actually realistic. Well, Black Mirror, well, that's something where that's I feel like that's two things working because uh, the way interracial relationships work in England is a little different from, <coughs> excuse me, how they work here. Um, like I remember reading an article a long time ago about how there's an expectation that uh, black people will date outside of their race more so in England than obviously here. And then also, um, so that might be influencing it a bit. And then also... Yeah, honestly, I'd never actually seen um, Black Mirror really touch on race until Black Museum, but we're going to talk about that tonight. Mm. Um, So I don't know if maybe that's something where they don't talk about it in the situation in terms of relationships, because in this particular universe, in this future, um, that's not really a problem in terms of dating anymore, but it's still a problem in terms of like the justice system. Mm. And also, the Black Mirror episode's based uh, with an England or a London uh, cast is always slightly different from the ones in America. Like, Black Museum, which is all Americans, it's very different. Mm. (laughs) They actually do a really good job of mirroring mirroring the problems of wherever their characters take place. Exactly, because even in, um, because I've read several novels that take place in Iceland, and even in Iceland, their dynamics, their racial dynamics, Mm -hmm. and the dynamics of their community Mm -hmm. is is very different. And it's, you know, it's interesting to see those different dynamics in different cultures. Yeah, so they, I'm curious to see, because I I don't think, I don't know if Archangel would have been the same type of episode if it had been uh, a London team or an, or an English mm. team, you know? Right. Because I don't necessarily see English people being like helicopter moms. Yeah, with I, don't their know kids. How, I, don't, I don't know if helicopter parenting is yeah. a worldwide phenomenon or yeah. specifically an American phenomenon. Exactly. So it, maybe it is, but yeah. I've never gotten that impression. Um, but I don't know, were there any final thoughts before we wrap up? Any um, talks from the chat? Um, I didn't or... see anything in the chat. I would okay. say there there is another sequel, like there is another sequel of sorts in my mind to this tech, mm-hmm. which would be there'd be whole firms that could just run simulations mm. that you could literally, within reason, within reason, say I'd like to start a business with the three of you, and we can all bring the business plan and the four of us mm-hmm. to a place and say run a simula- run a thousand simulations of us trying, mm-hmm. of us trying to make this company. And then they run a thousand simulations and say, this will succeed. The four of you will work together this many times. The product will succeed this many times. And then it kind of automates, like, the future, which is kind of interesting. Oh, man. Sorry. Ideas are cheap, bro. (laughs) Take them if you want them. Yeah, right. (laughs) Charlie's like, I will make it sequel. Okay. Well, anyone, any other final thoughts? No. Good. Great episode. Great. I loved it. Yeah. All right. And I shared way too much personal information. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do not share this with my parents. Okay. I think that wraps up this episode of Black Mirror uh, Season 4. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'm Adrian Snow. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss Adrian Snow. And where can they follow the rest of you? And I'm Olivia Gabri, a.k.a. The Real OG. You can hit me up at the real underscore O underscore G. 
I'm Erica Edwards. You can find me everywhere at Erica D. Edwards. And you can catch me Sunday after Buzz reviewing Real Housewives of Atlanta. And I'm Steve Kaufman. You can find me on Twitter at Steve Kaufman. That is K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N. I do a lot of shows here. Tweet about them regularly. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, please, please, please uh, rate and subscribe on iTunes and comment on YouTube and whatever ever place you find podcasts and videos. Vimeo, (laughs) if even if that's a thing, can you follow? You know, you can online. (laughs) So, thank you so much for tuning in, and we will see you actually on Thursday. Bye bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments and questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 